All right, continuing along, getting ready for Purim. So we've discussed part of the power of Purim, the Avaidah of Purim, the Netzach of Purim, and, and really the, the R that comes down to the world. Today is going to be just an additional detail, which is combining some of what we've learned, and it's going to connect to, it's going to be true of things that Bez are going to be learning in coming days as well. And that is this hashpa'ah, this influence of the Ur of Netzach that comes down of Purim and the Koach and the, the, the specific prayer of tefillah, of davening that exists in these days. What days does it, does it apply to? Does it apply to the 14th day of Adar, the 15th day of Adar? Does it apply to both? Does it depend where you live? So here we go. Bipurim Matsanu Dovar Miyuchad. Listen to this. Purim, we find something that is unique. You will not find this on the other holidays. And it is. You ready? Hold on to your seatbelts. Show me anywhere else in the Hebrew calendar where for some people in the world, Pesach starts on the 15th day of Nisan. And for other people, it starts on the 16th day in Nisan. There's different time zones. But for everybody, it starts on the same day or the same month. Gans Kal Yisrael, the entire Kal Yisrael has Yom Tif on a set day of, every, of that month. Hanukkah starts the 25th day of Kisle. Sukkot, the 15th day of Tishrei. So on and so forth. Purim, it's a fascinating concept. It's, no, Purim for some people on the 14th. Purim is on people on the 15th. Ushneyam Nekram Purim. And both days, 14th and 15th, are called Purim. Ukamaisha Kosev Alkein Karli Yom Purim. Ukhenif Sak Shokhanarach. The Shokhanarach Paskins. The 14th day is Purim and the 50th day of Purim. But Tarach Ladas, he says, you got to know something. Shalachol Yisrael Yesh Hashpah Gedoyla Bishteya Yomim Kishneyam Hem Yemeya Purim. On other two day holidays, you have first one's biblical, second one's uh, rabbinical. Right? The more and less, and that. Purim is unique, which is when it's Purim on the 15th day of Adar, it's Purim for us here in St. Louis. Equal Ashpa, equal influence. My mitzvos were done a day before, that's it. The mitzvos are done on the 14th day, but it's still Purim. We call Shushan Purim. As you should know, it doesn't mean that, like, oh, my Purim's done, and now it's Shushan Purim for everybody else, for the people living in Yerushalayim. Nishtazay, not like that. They're doing their mitzvahs today. But what I can accomplish on the 15th day of Adar is equal to what, anybody, what, I, what I was able to accomplish on the 14th day of Adar. Incredible. Don't, don't uh, lose this. A person should never think that what we refer to as Shushan Purim, the 15th day of Adar, is not my Purim. It absolutely is our Purim. And behold, for people in the walled cities, he says, okay, so what's the Avaid? He says like this, if you live in Jerusalem, you live in Yerushalayim, you're lucky enough, so then on the 14th day, you are connecting yourself and making preparations for your mitzvahs. And through your preparation on the 14th, if you're living in Yerushalayim, now you've connected yourself to the hashba. You've already, I, I'm not reading Megillah even. I'm not giving my tongue and say, I'm not doing Meshach Maras, I'm not drinking, I'm not, we'll get into all the mitzvahs and how they apply. So the Vaida for the 15th people is on the 14th is going to be 
to to uh, make the hachanas prepare for it. The rule is before the influence comes out in actuality, al yidei ma'isa mitzvah. Through the way it comes out is through the mitzvahs we perform. It's a mitzvah, for example, to be mitzapali Yeshua, to yearn for Mashiach. It's a mitzvah to yearn for Mashiach. <coughs> so your mishtaikik, when you involve yourself and you bond yourself to the mitzvahs, he says, okay, he's getting on to the 13th day of Adar, has its own avayda, but be it as it may, He's saying that the 14th and 15th, we have to know, practically speaking, we have the same opportunities, we're just not performing the mitzvahs on the other day. For people who keep Purim on the 14th day of Adar, we're going to have a unique avoda on Shushan Purim. Since we've already actualized the mitzvahs, we've brought out the influence and actuality of Netzach into the world, So now the Avaidah is to make sure that that R, that light, continues to go internal. The more a person works on being Mamshech, perpetuating the influence of Netzach through the through the uh, action of the mitzvahs properly, when he came so close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore, here we go. Beyond Tesvav on the fifteenth day, for us here, Shushan Purim. He says, "You know what you should do? Get back into Shul, Get back into the mode. Through davening, through thinking, through feeling, to get back into the the avoda of Purim. But this, but on today, we're just not going to be doing it with the vessels that we previously had. He says. Everything is not only a mitzvah itself, it's also preparation for the mitzvah. And after we perform the mitzvah, so people talk about talk about preparing for a mitzvah. What about when I already performed the mitzvah? Now what? Right? You won the World Series. Now what? Now what? Right? So now you're worried about next season. Right? That's it. You just everybody's restarted. But when it comes to when it comes to serving Hashem, so what you do is once you perform the mitzvah in actuality, you have to let it sink in. What I just the the hashpa, the impact that it had on me goes in deeper. A person should not think when it comes to shushan purim. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. You're never done. You gotta be machshiv. You gotta go back. Deeper and deeper. I want to just mention something. It's a major, major yisait. We talk about, every day we're supposed to speak about leaving Mitzrayim. So we're going to leave Mitzrayim. If somebody were to be Shemir Tairu Mitzvahs for two years. If somebody were to be Shemir Tairu Mitzvahs for one month. The person's not raised religious. They're not observant. They don't know much. They're makabos, all mitzvahs, one mitzvah. And then you know what? After a little bit of time, it slides away. People think 
Eh. So you're back to square one. You're back to square one. What'd you gain? Yeah, this. You took the mitzvah, but you lost it. It's a terrible mistake. It's a terrible mistake. The time that I had geula from it is a time. It's a time. I'll put it into simpler perspective. And this is a Maisa Shai. It's a fascinating story <coughs> that happened. There's, there's a Yid who lives in Eretz Yisrael. He's involved in, with all sorts of Chilonim, all sorts of secular Jews. His son was killed, um, run over by, I think, a bus. I think it was one of these... It was a terrible, terrible story. He was killed by a bus. And there was somebody, uh, a Chiloni, a secular Jew that the father was, uh, was close to. And this Chiloni said... Uh, when he came to the shiva, he told the father, he said, uh, you know, in the schut of your son, I'm going to keep Shabbat this week. And the father, Bamish, is like, you know, he's, got, he's so, so grateful. And the, the, this guy leaves, and people said to the father, they're like, you know, we saw you were very emotional about it, like, big deal. Like, what's the big deal? Like, and keep one Shabbos. Shkoyach. Shkoyach. You know, then comes Mati Shabbos, going back to where he was. He's never doing this again. Why, why is it so meaningful? The father says, do you know what I would give to have my son back for one more Shabbos? He says, God's going to have his son back for one more Shabbos. One Shabbos, he'll get us up. You think he doesn't care? You think, you think it's not meaningful? We think, we think that when you do something and then you stop it, <clears throat> we never gained anything. There wasn't a gain. That's, that's very not true. It's very not true. There's no such thing as being done and being bad. If a person steigt, a person grew, a person developed over the course of a day, a week, a month, and years, and then we slip, and whatever it is, it's the, it, you're not going back to square one. You keep that, that shefa, that, that influence, and that, that kedusha remains inside of a person. This time spent with the Rebbe Shalom is eternal. It's an eternal time spent. That's, there's no being lost in that. So what is the, the Avaidah is? That when you do it, instead of losing it afterwards, you daven on it, you contemplate it, you act on it, and you hopefully we stay consistent with it so that it can go in deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper so it gets more and more into our kishkas, which is our essence. It goes more and more into our essence. It's true that if a person only does something, sometimes it's never going to fully develop into our essence. Okay, it won't go as deep, but it's not wasted. It's not, it's not a wasted entity. What... What we're learning over here is, is that after Purim and Shushan Purim is, I've done my mitzvahs, I've had that hashpah, now my avayda is, is, is to hold on to that influence. Hold on to that hashpah. And make sure, it's not that it's going to be lost, it's that nothing's ever lost. It's certainly not going to be lost. The question is, how far am I going to take it now? Am I going to let it sit the way it was and let that influence just remain there? Or do I have the ability to take this art, take this light, and allow it to continue with me for the rest of the year so until I get back to next year, Purim, right? And then I have a new influence, and hopefully over the course of years and going through these cycles, it goes deeper and deeper inside of us to where Mamish living a life of, of Netzach, where we have this, this uh, element of, of Azuz Dikdusha, stubbornness of holiness inside of us. Okay, hold it here for today. Best we'll pick up, uh, we'll pick up uh, with the next piece uh, tomorrow.